I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Yo, what's happening, Rush Nation? It is Friday, getting ready to get into the weekend. The whirlwind that is free agency we thought might be slowing down, and then last night pulled uh, a couple of big, big deals done. So, time to talk about those and break those down not going to be alone do have a guest and they've got somebody who has been on the show before but is new to five yard joining the uh five yard dynasty family writing about content uh his name is paul uh you can find him on twitter at paul underscore picking paul how's it going how's uh how's life treating you all right mate not bad it's been a been a busy week uh i've finally finished my first article that's good. Nice. That I've sent over to Liam to start editing, and he'll probably send it back and say redo it all. It's rubbish, but hey, we'll see. Little little, little tease as to what it might be. Uh, it's all about like draft strategy. Um, you were part of the the mock draft that I set up, where I focused on a certain strategy and looked into that. And I'm going to do a few more focusing on different strategies and where we can go with it and what what we can take from it. Nice. Awesome. That's cool. So look forward to that on the Five Year Rush website, fiveyearrush.co.uk. When it drops, and follow our Twitter, and we will make it well known when that piece is out there. Um, so just before we get into yesterday and 
this morning, although there's not been that much uh, news this morning. What for you is uh, this free agency period been like and sort of what are some of the highlights uh, for you so far? Um, I, th- I think it's been quite a, quite a busy one, to be honest. Uh, there's a, a lot going on. Um, I think the, the highlights are still, still, I don't know, it pains me to say it, but Tom Brady coming back from retirement is probably the one that's taken the shine out of everything. And everyone's more interested in Tom Brady coming back than who's gone where. But no, I'm, I'm interested to see how um, James Conner gets on at the Cardinals after we've given him the bag. And um, the other one that's taken my eye is Evan Ingram at the Jags. I'm interested to see how he gets on because I think that's a, a last chance saloon for him. I'd just be interested to see if he can play at least 14 games. That that's kind of what I'm interested in, because um, he, he's not done that for quite a while. So uh, if he can play 14, 16 games, if they can get him fit, it'd be interesting to see what what they do. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting signing. The Jags have been very very busy uh, with some interesting deals. Some I like, some I feel are, are absolutely terrible. Um, you know, who would you say are the teams that have, have done well within the last week or so with, with their free agency approach? Ooh. I don't know. I don't, know. I, I, I don't want to be that guy that says, oh, the Bucks, the Bucks have done well again. But the, to me, it's the Bucks or the Rams, really. I think the Rams have have increased their, that wide receiver room and, and they are a team... Um, they they are a team that have done a lot, but the Bucks. Like I was I was looking at um, different different contracts, and that that one that Godwin's got is that's that's some great business by the the Bucks. To be honest, you know, if you look at what the Jags have done with Christian Kirk, and then what the Bucks have done with Chris Godwin, it's there's a, there's a clear difference on who's who's improved and who hasn't. You know, but. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think the interesting thing with the with the contracts and what people um with the Christian Kirk deal, there is a get out there after a couple of years that's not gonna make it too painful. Um and the same with a few of these deals that are banding around like Von Miller, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, they still so you know, there's options out, but I think um I think it helps when you've won a Super Bowl with a team. Not in all instances, but I think when you've when you've achieved what Chris Godwin has achieved with the Buccaneers, I think there was always, and we saw this with Shaq Barrett, the team that took a chance on you. If you can do a fair market deal, then I think there's a likelihood that you would stay, unless there's a situation where that's that relationship has soured, and it obviously hasn't for for them. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Buccaneers have obviously done good deals this week and, and needed to because they had a lot of holes. And now people are looking at them thinking, there's not that many holes. Um, yeah. But there are other teams I think have done well. I think the Jets I, have done very, very well this week. Yeah. I think and, um, and Another team that I'm I'm starting to like what they're putting together are actually the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. I think they've they've made some... And they're in a tough division, let's be honest. And and And... Some of the signings they've got because they've got Chandler Jones. They've just signed Chandler Jones, haven't they? Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I think he he's a great player, and he'll bring a lot to that that Raiders. And obviously, when we get into it, they've they've just traded for superstar Devonte Adams, and he now links up with Derek Carr that from their college days and stuff. And you know, you're just like they're in the division where they need to step up. And I feel like that what they're doing is stepping up, and they're trying to say, do you know what, we are here, and we'll have a go. So. I think what's interesting is you've got Josh McDaniels in his first year. I know he's not a rookie head coach. He had that stint in Denver that didn't quite pan out all that well. Um, but you got um, Nathaniel Hackett and his sort of new role as a brand new head coach for the first time. And both of those coaches have been heavily, heavily backed. I mean, heavily backed. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, Nathaniel Hackett gets Russell Wilson uh, and, you know, Josh McDaniel gets Devontae Adams, gets Chandler Jones, uh, gets some some weapons. And even Brandon Staley, he was in that division in his second year. You know, they've backed him with some amazing defensive uh, opportunities and players that they have brought in there. Like these new young coaches, and I, I grant, you know, obviously McDaniel's slightly different. He has coached before are getting a lot of backing in that division to take down the Chiefs. And it is the most interesting division in football now. And it's, you know, every game in that division is going to be absolutely blockbuster. So it's going to be an interesting time, what happens there. But I think you're right. I think the Raiders looking stronger by the week. I think, you know, it's interesting. The AFC for me is just head and shoulders above the NFC now. I'm looking at the teams that are strengthening. Yeah. There's yeah. very few of those teams that are NFC teams that have got better as the week has gone on. Uh, like significantly, like I'm talking about challenging yeah. better. The Buccaneers is the one that people keep going to because in the NFC, they're probably the only one. I mean, the Rams have done well to acquire a weapon and we'll get to him. and But they've had to make some cuts and they've still got some things and challenges they're going to have to manage. But obviously they're still in a very strong position. But there aren't that many teams that have done a lot. I mean, we're waiting on an NFC South team to strengthen with Deshaun Watson, which we'll get on to in a second. But other than that, like I'm going through the divisions, Green Bay Packers won't be as strong as they were last year. They've had to make significant cuts on both sides of the ball. The you know the Vikings kind of treading water as they were. They always Chicago have to know. They? They've always been that. Yeah, exactly. Team that's you know. Here, you know? The Chicago Bears haven't done a lot. The Detroit Lions haven't done a lot. Um, none of these NFC teams are really grabbing the ball by the horns. And then you, Arizona probably would you would argue is one that has. But if they need, you know, they got the Kyler situation they need to sort out before anything happens. <laughs> but the but and, and Seattle have obviously decided they're going to throw in the towel this year, and that's fine. I mean, I think a rebuild is a good thing. Yeah, them, and, and it makes and sense. If you look at their division with the likes yeah. of the Cardinals, you got the Rams, and you got the 49ers, the, you know, they've looked at that and gone, you know, we can't challenge with these three teams. Let's let's take it, let, let's let's go for a full rebuild. Let's let's do yeah. it. And, and it absolutely makes makes sense. Um, just to get into before we do the trade, just to catch up a couple of bits of business. Uh, we've got, first of all, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, 
is now down to two teams. I feel like this is a reality television show in the making <laughs> where every it's, week, it's like every day he eliminates a team at the end. And it's like, I feel like he's handing out roses like The Bachelor. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, re- I'm really sorry. You're, you're not the one for me. You're not the one for me. See you later. So first it was the Browns that he has dismissed. Brains. And now it's about, I mean, it's a laughable situation that a man on the contract after the year that he's had where he didn't play and nothing happened and you know all these cases and things is now at the point where not only can he choose his destination but he's being wined and dined he can just yeah. rule teams off and I'm like yeah. have all these teams actually agreed trades I guess they must have done like it's just a bizarre situation I I've never seen anything like it. it's like the anointing yeah. of a of a new king yeah. um or like a papal thing I feel like the the smoke's going to come out Yeah like I was going to say like like the pope where they have the white yeah. smoke come out of the top of the stadium and go this is this is our choice like you know it's- if if it's black it's 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 Atlanta and if it's gold then it's <laughs> the saints like it's crazy if, if Deshaun Watson's listening that yeah. is what we want you to do. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like you might as well make it a full blown circus. You've kind of done it anyway. Give us the payoff at the end, at least. Yeah. Um, that led to Baker Mayfield requesting a trade, in which the Browns said no, um, <laughs> which I find hilarious because they basically turned around and in, a, in an ESPN report this week have said that they want an adult at QB, which did make me snicker. And then they don't get Deshaun Watson. And so their QB is rightly annoyed and says, well, there's no going back here. Uh, I'm not going to, like, um, Bridget, Bridget we have Burns. to resolve it. Yeah, I I'm, I want to trade. They've gone, nah, you ain't getting traded. I think it's ballsy. I like it. Yeah. Um, and then we get, obviously, the big news yesterday. Devontae Adams traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, as you mentioned, for first and second round picks in 2022. I'm a little surprised. And then he gets paid massive contract, 67.5 million guaranteed, huge contract. 141 million. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, he's not making 141 million. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> what, what baffled me? So when I when I seen this on the show sheet, I, I actually did a little look into it. And I'd seen that the Packers had offered him a contract. But from what I was reading on the NFL site, they offered him more than that. Even more, or at still, least the same. And he still said, "No, I've had I've had enough of this. My QB can quit whenever he's had a bad time, and he just doesn't want to play anymore. I've had enough of all this. I want to go to Vegas." And it, it triggers back to that last dance, so not like picture that came out last year, yeah. and we all thought, "Well, this is Rogers. Maybe it was the team um, had known that Devontae Adams was not going to sign a new contract." Yeah, and he was like, "This is the last dance because there's absolutely no way that Devontae Adams is going to play in Green Bay after this year." It seems like he was the one that had the far bigger issue, and it's the one that's not really reported because Aaron Rodgers gets all the press. It's the Aaron Rodgers show, yeah, in Green Bay, and actually, you know, and the rumbling started when Devontae Adams said, "I will not play on the tag," and. He didn't make it that clear that he was wanting a huge... I mean, he said he wants to be paid market value. The teams are wide apart. I think he was offended by the contract offers he'd had. If there'd been any, I don't really know. I'm not plugged in. But I did also find it strange he said, I've always wanted to play for the Raiders. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe that's true. Yeah, I've seen that. He was like, oh, I've always wanted to play for the black and silver and stuff like that. And I was like, really? 
there's not many players that come in and go, their ambition is to play for the Raiders, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, not this generation anyway. But it's it's an interesting scenario. He is now with Josh McDaniel. He is now with the Raiders. Obviously, that leaves Aaron Rodgers in a real state because he's got um, Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard as his lead wide receivers. He hasn't got a – I think he's got Josh Degara as his tight end. I mean, we're not talking about – I mean, Randall Cobb was a great wide receiver once upon a time, but we're not talking about a player in his prime now. So there's something that's going to have to happen with them. I would expect them on the back of – Alan Robinson signing for the Rams. I would expect Robert Woods to get traded because there's too many people there now. Like, yeah, there's a lot of wide receivers there. A lot of wide well, receivers. we expect OBJ to go back. Like, I think that one's pretty much done. He can't pass the medical right now, so he can't get a contract done. I think that the fact that no other teams in for OBJ and all that, so I just I think that one's kind of just done, but it's not yeah. going to get done for a while. There's no rush because he's still rehabilitating. So I do think when you've got OBJ, Van Jefferson on a rookie contract, you've got Alan Robinson and you've got Cooper Cup. Tutu Atwell as well. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going (laughs) to pretend that Tutu Atwell is really part of that offense going forward. I think it was a luxury pick, but whatever. Um, Robert Woods with his contract, I think, would be someone that'd be looking to get off the books. I think it would make sense. I think if you're Green Bay, he's probably the best wide receiver in the league that you would say is attainable. I mean, a lot of people saying Julio, but he's just been cut by the Titans. Like, I don't know if that's the best route for them. So it'd be interesting to see what happens in, in Green Bay. Um, for Derek Carr, I mean, this is his dream. He's got great weapons now. He's got great, great receiver room. I mean, I never thought I'd see a day where the, the Las Vegas Raiders had a better receiver room than the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> you didn't, did you? <laughs> no, I, I can't admit that was something I was expecting anytime soon, but there you are. I mean, listen, at least the Packers got a better receiving room than the Atlanta Falcons, who have uh, Omiladi, Zacchaeus, and Christian Blake as their one-two punch right now. <laughs> And Deshaun Watson wants to go to the Falcons. I mean, listen, if Deshaun Watson ends up at the Falcons, I mean, obviously they'll get players. I just don't know how they're going to make it work, but I guess we'll see what happens. But, I mean, listen, it's not much better in, in New Orleans. You've got all right, you've got Michael Thomas, who's coming off two years of effectively not playing. And then you've got um, Marquez Callaway. I mean... Yeah. Neither are great receiving cores. I mean, yeah. granted that Michael Thomas is head and shoulders above um, whatever is available in 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 Atlanta, but still, uh, going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, there is some news just sort of coming in in the last few moments um, that I wanted to bring. So, first of all, was that Matt Ryan and the Falcons are due a £7.5 million roster bonus. Like, Matt Ryan's due this. He was due it today. There's some form of agreement that that will be pushed back till Tuesday, so that gives the Falcons time to wait on a decision for Deshaun Watson. I don't know why he would agree to that, Matt Ryan, personally, but there you go. I guess he, you know, means he can get cut, and it can go from there. Um... Oh, wow. There's some real breaking news that the Bears, who had announced 
that they were signing Larry Ogunjobi in the legal tampering period. It turns out they will not be signing him because of a failed physical. He got a big contract, like $40 million. So that is not going to happen. Um, so that deal is off. Uh, Leighton Van Der Esch has signed a one-year deal with the Cowboys, so he's going back. Who's a former first-round pick there? Yeah. So that's interesting. And then there's a really scary site going on right now with edge rusher uh, David Ujabo, who is entering the NFL draft. He's had his pro day, and he's had a very significant injury, clutching his left leg, potentially ankle or leg. It's not really sure. Needed help off the field. Doesn't look good. And this is going to be something that could really... uh, it could really hurt him. And this is a guy who was potentially a first round pick. So um, we'll see how he is and we'll keep you updated, but that's something to keep an eye on because that's going to affect uh, people in the next couple of uh, weeks when it comes to draft season. So a few bits of news going on, but let's review some, some news and keeping up to date. So not much has happened today. We just mentioned Leighton Van Der Esch has signed the Buccaneers, um, have signed Logan Ryan. He was cut yesterday after we recorded um, by the Giants. And he's played with Tom Brady before. No doubt Tom Brady was very quick to get on the phone and say, come join us. And that has happened. Um, He'll be replacing Jordan Whitehead and playing free safety. So that's a big hole filled for the Buccaneers now. They're defensive starters for next season are filled uh, with that piece. I still think they might bring someone in in the draft, but it looks like Logan Ryan uh, will be there in the short term. Alan Robinson, what's your thoughts on Alan Robinson? You know, he gets a three-year $46.5 million deal to sign with the LA Rams. Uh, you know, I really like this. Okay. Uh, I really like this. Uh, I don't think Alan Robinson is as good as everyone wanted Alan Robinson to be. And everyone's like, oh, he's, he's the next superstar and everything like this. And he's never he's never done it. But at the Rams, he's not expected to be. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner that superstar they're not like you you know they've not a team hasn't brought him in going you're our number one wide receiver you are our guy they haven't done that they've brought him into a team where he's got so many good complimentary players around him that he will be he'll be a decent player and he and he will he will shine and as a cardinals fan i don't like it 
my my only thing is, <clears throat> is he an upgrade? I I like Alan Robertson. I think Alan Robertson's a good professional for the most part. I think he's had some troubled years. Um, you know, he he's endured bad teams. He's only ever been on bad teams. He was on a bad team in Jacksonville, although Midley went to the NFC, um, AFC title game. And then he's been on a bad team with the Bears, mostly. Okay, playoff appearance, but not really competitive. And now he's with a Super Bowl winning team. But is he an upgrade on Robert Woods? Like, this is what I'm I'm trying to think how LA are going to balance it because they're paying him very similar money to what Robert Woods is getting. So if he was cheaper, like significantly cheaper, I go, yeah, okay, fine. He's younger, I guess. That kind of maybe. Yeah. Is they're thinking? I just don't, I don't see this. I don't know. I just don't see this this big upgrade. That whereas I think if he goes to somewhere like Atlanta or New Orleans or Green Bay or there's about five teams that I could list and go. Okay, he's a significant arrow up on what they've got. But then maybe, as you say, maybe because he's not going to be a one, the pressure will be off. Yeah, maybe you, you know you, you put you put him in that Falcons team and the Falcons want him to be that right wide receiver one for them and there's going to be a lot of pressure on his head and you know depending on who's throwing him the ball then it might be might be a failure again it may be him it may be the teams he's been on I don't know but here I just think he's stepping into that role where he's lining up and they're not going oh we need Alan Robinson to make a play where they'll go oh we need Cooper Cup to make a play and Alan Robinson will you know he'll he'll do he'll do things you know he will be he will be a decent player there but i mean i for me he gets a lot of stick considering he's had some pretty bad quarterbacks throwing the ball i mean yeah. his quarterback history in the nfl is blake bortles uh mitchell Trubisky, who you'd argue is the best quarterback he's had ever thrown the ball and justin fields like, I'm not being funny. This guy's not had anyone decent throwing him the ball. Blake Bortles, I think, can't even get a backup job. Okay, Mitchell Trubisky is now the starter in, in Pittsburgh. Justin Fields, in his rookie year, struggled. The Matt Nagy offense, whatever. Like, it's not like this guy has had a decent yeah. player. And yet, he has always delivered. Unless he's been injured, he has always delivered except for last season last season when you know people in fantasy football were saying well this guy's quarterback proof because no matter who throws in the ball he's productive i i think it's an interesting scenario i think he is basically someone who is not going to get the volume that potentially we're used to seeing someone like alan robinson get but i think he's someone who will deliver relevant fantasy points i think i, I kind of haven't done all my rankings yet but it, i look at the projections and think He's someone I can see being on that fringe sort of wide receiver two conversation, like the low oh, yeah, end. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I have to see Bobby Trees move before that happens. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. Someone, I'd, I'd be surprised if Robert Woods didn't go. Yeah, I, I think it's. Yeah, I think it's now. Surprised on. if he didn't. Yeah, I think it's now on. He goes. I think it's now on that he goes somewhere. Um, I think someone trades for him because there's too many teams without wide receiver talent, and I don't think that the. Rams. I don't even think the Rams can fully sign Adam Robinson until that deal's done. Like I think he needs to go. I think there's still some cap challenges. Like I don't yeah. think that can officially be dotted and 
and signed until Bobby Trees or someone is off the roster. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking of a wide receiver who has um, basically, well, confirmed he's not just confirmed he's staying, but has restructured his contract is Adam Thielen. So Adam Thielen is going to be playing at least another year with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, maybe smart. another two with that. So freeing up some cash there. I wonder what the Ravens are going to do with that one. Um, and now moving into some of the signings that happened yesterday after all releases that happened after we got off air yesterday with uh, Nathan and I. The Fletcher Cox one's interesting because Fletcher Cox has been released from the Eagles, but they're very close to signing him back. I was going to say, I'm sure I've, I'm sure I've seen there that they, there's talks that he's going back. Yeah, I, I think basically the contract situation didn't work for all parties. And so they've had to pay him, well, from an accountancy perspective, they've had to take a hit to, to let him go. And I think now they're going to bring him back on reduced terms. Maybe that's because Fletcher Cox has hit the market and he can't get a better offer. I, I don't know. Yeah. But it's a really strange one. You've got the guy in the building. You can negotiate a contract with him and you can't get it done. So you're going to cut him and then sign him to achieve a contract. <laughs> like that only says to me that no other team's interesting, yeah. interested and they need he's that. Happy, he's happier taking a, well, a yeah, lower contract. Because he's clearly out. not getting it. He's clearly not got a market. Which then says, why are we signing a guy who's got no market? It's an interesting one, i tell you that. Um, the Bills released Cole Beasley. So they are slightly weaker in their wide receiver room next year, right. um, especially as Emmanuel Sanders is a, is a free agent. Maybe he might come back. I don't really know. But I'm sure there's there's going to be a market for, for Cole Beasley. Um, Lyle Collins has been released by the Cowboys. So big loss there in their linebacker, uh, yeah, in their yeah. offensive line. Um, Logan Ryan, we talked about, released by the Giants. He's now already been picked up by the Buccaneers. Um, Michael Pierce signed for the Ravens, uh, defensive tackle gets decent money. So he'll be, um, he'll be looking there to plug the run and, you know, you could run on the, the Ravens all, all day last year. So yeah. stopping that run is going to be really, really big. Falcons did sign Casey Hayward at cornerback. Now, again, he's kind of had a long career, bringing some experience to that room. That will be good. Uh, Eli Apple is back with the Bengals after getting <laughs> trolled by Mikhail Harbin in the Super Bowl. I think that's an interesting one. Um, Bills have signed, signed Shaq Lawson to a one-year deal. Uh, Jets have signed Jacob Martin to a three-year deal. Um, I think we talked about Hayden Hurst. If we hadn't, Hayden Hurst has signed with the Bengals, a one-year deal. Pages picked up Ty Montgomery. <laughs> Sure, what? I mean, they've already signed, re-signed, but they've already signed James White. I guess. No, I was going to say, they got James White, they got Damian Harris. Why sign Ty Montgomery as well? Yeah, no idea. Um, Bill signed Jordan Phillips, defensive tackle, a one-year deal. Brandon Allen uh, is a two-year deal, be the backup to Joe Burrow. Um, Damian, Will or Damian Wilson is uh, signed with the Panthers, linebacker of two-year deal. The Texans have re-signed Royce Freeman. <laughs> At this point, he's competing for the starting job with Rex Burkhead as, <laughs> as running backs. And, it's right, though, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I'd have Royce Freeman over over Sexy Rexy any day of the week, but there you go. It'll be interesting to see what they do there. Uh, Dolphins, some couple of wide receivers here, signed Trent Sherfield to a one-year deal. He kind of flashed at the 49ers, but it was kind of more of a gadgety 
sort of yeah. play in special teams. It'll be interesting to see what he does there. It's someone that their new coach knows really well. Bengals have re-signed Mike Thomas to a one-year deal. Again, similar sort of player, not going to be part yeah. of the day-to-day, like play-by-play. Uh, David Blau, uh, one of my favorite quarterbacks, has re-signed with the Lions, <laughs> third-string quarterback. Um, so great to have him. Anyone that can start a um, uh, a Thanksgiving day for Detroit is always going to be high on my list of priorities. Um, Falcons have signed Damian Williams to be the backup or potentially compete for the job uh, at running back. Well, I suppose it depends what they do with Passant. Well, he's still a free agent. There's not been that many running backs that have been picked up yet. It's been a mm-hmm. very quiet market. Um, Leonard Fournette, nothing's been done. Nothing's been done with a lot of these players. Whether there's a lot of deals that are kind of in place, we're waiting for the Sean Watson America round to stop. I don't know. It's an interesting one. Um, uh, Jaguars re-signed Trey Herndon, uh, cornerback. Um, Dolphins re-signed Brennan Scarlett to a one-year deal. Uh, the Bears have signed Byron Pringle. I really like Byron Pringle. I think I do as well. I think as a sneaky dynasty ad, if 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 Byron Pringle is in your league and you can pick him up, he's number two on that depth chart right now. He is, isn't he? I would be. I I have him stashed in a lot of places, thinking he was the heir apparent. Um, to Tyreek Hill potentially, or he was going to get a lot more work in that offense because Nicole Haldman sort of hasn't really panned out. So I think it's an interesting one. I would, um, I'd be picking him up. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Everywhere I can. It's only approved deal one year, $4 million, but... Yeah, yeah I, think that's a, I think that's a clever deal. Give them a yeah. go. Test the water, see how it goes. I mean, it's, it's better... Really in field, so. <laughs> and it's better than picking up Rashad Perriman, so... <laughs> it I'm may, be, still, a case, it, it may be a case of uh, once you pop, you just can't stop. No, it's not. Just Rashad Perriman doesn't need to be in the NFL. Um, 49ers have signed Ray Ray McLeod with a two-year deal, so he's going to have an interesting role. I guess he's going to have that Trent Sherfield role. Now, yeah. we might get a decision on Deshaun Watson. Do you thinking it's going to be the Falcons, or do you think it's going to be the the Saints? I, I was pretty much all on the Saints train, but from what I'm reading online, I kind of feel like it's going to be the Falcons because from what I've seen, he's he's from Atlanta, isn't he? He grew up just down the road from the stadium, and he's you know what I mean? yeah, Warwick, Warwick Dunn, former Buccaneers and Atlanta Falcons running back, housed him for a year. So you know what I mean? It's it's what he wants. Does he want to go home? Does he want to go and live back in Atlanta? Because obviously, he, with his with the, the fact that he gets to choose it, it's you know if if the Falcons have put the trade out there and and uh, the Texans like it, and he wants to go to Atlanta, I don't think it's a clever move for him. Right. Uh, you know, I think they're a long way off competing, and they've got a lot to do to be a team that competes. 
Whereas if I, he went to the Saints, he it's different, isn't it? He's and, and, and the other thing is, him. and and this is no disrespect to Arthur Smith, right? I like Arthur Smith. I think Arthur Smith has the potential to be a decent NFL coach. I think it's hard to judge him on last year, but Arthur Smith does not have this level of experience in dealing with stars and characters who will need to be managed, such as Deshaun Watson. Maybe that's unfair, but I, I don't personally believe he does. Whereas Dennis Allen, now Dennis Allen is, uh, you know, a, head, a former head coach, back to being head coach. He has been in scene and done everything it is that needs to be done in the NFL. Yes, granted, the Saints roster is not peak. Um, there's some issues there. But I would, I don't know. For me, when I look at the pattern of success and the way that those franchises have been run in the last 10, 15 years, my money would be betting on New, uh, New Orleans to be a contender before Atlanta. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I just think you've got to go with the continuity of staff. And, and the level of success. So I think it's going to be interesting. Although, you know, it's an interesting one because if he hadn't burned his bridge at Houston, I'd probably stick here. Like, I don't think it's an amazing place to be Houston, but that Houston roster is not much worse than either of those two teams. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. And they actually win games. You know what yeah. I mean? They, they won games last year without Deshaun Watson. And there was a yeah. few games that they were competitive in. And you were like, well, Sean Watson could be the key to them actually winning a few more games, you know? Yeah, 100%. So I think today we might get an answer or soon get an answer. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to see. There's still a lot of top um, top free agents out there, especially on offense. There's still so many um, free agents out there. So um, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Cordell Patterson, Will Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster, who no one has picked up on, is still uh, is still there. There's still a lot of decent players. Um, you know, Lyle Collins is is there. Um, there's still a lot of players who are out there who who can make a difference to teams. Uh, Teron Armstead's still out there. Tyrion Matthews still out there. Stephon Gilmore is out there. James Winston, Bobby Wagner. Jadavian Clowney, Zadarius Smith. Um, I would say Rob Gronkowski, but I think he's signing with Tampa. It just I think it's a good sure, course. Sure. I, I think it's a wedding. <laughs> he's not like gone back, and here he goes. Well, there, there was a video of him I'm in a Tampa barbershop. <laughs> he's like, I'm just making Tommy sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Jarvis Landry's out there. I think he's going to go to uh, Atlanta. So there's a lot of players out there still who can have a massive impact. So hopefully we'll see Julio Jones as well, another one. So a lot of different things. Is, is there any sort of last-minute flurry of predictions for you um, when it comes to what we might see in the next couple so of days? I, I said this morning, um, Juju to the Packers. Okay. I could see him going to the Packers and and the, them giving him – because if they were willing to give Devontae Adams that, I don't think they'll give Juju a deal anywhere near that, but I think they'd give him – a significant deal, potentially maybe not taking so much cap space this year so they can actually make it work. But I don't know. I think it was you that mentioned it in the five-yard group where they were like, I could see Robert Woods going to the Packers and that's just kind of sent me off 
Juju going there. But I I kind of get the feeling that Juju might end up at the Falcons if Deshaun Watson goes there. Yeah, and, and, and to be honest, I think um, my thing with Juju is this is the second free agency period in a row. So he hit free agency last year. He got a prove it deal from the Steelers. Like there wasn't a big market for him last year. I don't think the NFL is big on Juju Smith-Schuster as much as people outside the NFL are on Juju Smith-Schuster. I feel like he's almost like the Eric B enemy of wide receivers that there's a lot of talk and, and everything, but you know, this is the second free agency period in the row where no one has come in with an offer. You know, last year the Giants went cuckoo and paid um, Kenny Golliday a huge deal. This year it's Christian Kirk. You know, yeah. and there's loads of us who think, well, Juju Smith-Schuster's better than both those players um, and has still oh. got a deal. So what what is it with Juju Smith-Schuster that people don't like? Is it the character? Is it the attitude? Is it the professionalism? I don't know what it is, but there is something that is stopping him from getting a deal. And it makes me think that the pack is going to, I mean, listen, he'll be available for next to nothing. So the Packers should, should bring him in because it just makes sense, almost too much sense. So if they don't, it wouldn't be because of money. It will be because they don't want to. Yeah. Because I can't think who else, who else, who else better than the Packers going to give him a better opportunity to compete. Yeah. Why not give him what they give um, Pringle and like a one year deal, you know, one year, nine million, prove that you can do it, then we'll give you a big money contract. Give him, give him a, somebody will have to give him a shot at some point. Because I, th- I think you can, I think you can get him. I think if it's an attitude problem, I think you can put voidable language in the contract. Um, I And I think you can get him cheaper for uh, multiple years. Like you can probably get a two for 15 or something like that. Yeah. Um, where you can really sort of, and I think the Packers will want to spread the money out a bit, but yeah. still, I think it's interesting. I think, there's an opportunity to get a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver on a discount because that's what he is. I mean, like, so we'll see what happens. Is he pricing himself at the market? Is he maybe wanting too much money that nobody's willing to pay the money he wants? I doubt that because I think if if that was the case, I think think we would know. And I think um, there was no market for him last year. The fact there was no market for him last year and he signed a one-year, $8 million, one-year, $9 million deal says to me that he kind of knows that there's not a big market for him. So I think, you know, they would that would have reset his expectation levels a little bit. So, yeah. But anyways, we'll see what happens. It's been a good show, my man. Tell everyone where they can where they can find you and interact with you and find your work. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Paul underscore picking. Um, I'm currently working on articles for the five yard rush dynasty guys and come the start of the season i will be doing uh, an in-season podcast with um the host of the dynasty hot seat mags me and him will be doing one for the fantasy wildcard boys so looking forward to getting started with that nice it's gonna be a, a wild ride my man um everybody Keep uh, keep tuned in to latest developments. Um, I think that'll probably be it for podcasts the rest of the week, but I will be back on Monday. We have an amazing 
Uh, amazing guest. I cannot wait. You've probably seen it on Twitter. If you haven't, uh, go check out who it is because I'm really excited for this one. Every time he's on, we have a right who, um, and we'll be giving him some teasing. There's uh, promised to be some F1 talk apparently as well. So um, feel free to check that out and all the content that's going on at Five Yard Rush, not to mention all the podcasts that we'll be dropping next week as we deal with the fallout of free agency but until then rush nation enjoy your weekend and as always keep rushing Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.